So do you remember last year? Yeah. My Facebook was hacked and I had to make a new <gasps> account. I do remember that. I, I mean, I forgot about that. But now that you say it, I do remember that. So last night at about 3 a.m. Pacific time, mm, mm. the person who hacked my Facebook, my original account, uploaded a new profile picture and cover photo. To, to, to your account? To my old account. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I was never able to get them to remove the account. Got you. Got you. Yes. And it was a, it's like a picture of like, just like a Asian woman, like a model. Okay. And then now it says the location like that, like lives in Taiwan. Okay. How'd you become aware of this? Are you still friends with the old you? No, because every, <laughs> oh, like eight everyone, people yeah. texted me and said, is this a bit or were you hacked? <laughs> and I was like, I was hacked last year. And I was just like, can you please, like, report it? Because I'm hoping the more people report it as a hack, they'll, like, just take it down. Yeah, right. But literally, so could you report it as a hack? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, got, I can do that. But the amount of people in my life that were like, are you doing some weird bit? <laughs> that's Was, I was like, okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. <laughs> like, so many people... And then I called my mom and she was like, why were you up so early changing your profile picture? And I was like, did you really think that was me? Like, wh what? <laughs> like, you think I just changed, like, <laughs> my profile picture to a random woman and then just decided to say I live in uh, Taiwan? Like, you think I had a mental break last night and this is your reaction? <laughs> it's just be like, why are you up so late? <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like every hour. This happened when my account got hacked at first, and I told people I was like, "It was hacked. I made a new account." Sure. So like, I feel like people should just unfriend that account. Right. But I also don't want to post on my new thing. I like, I just so stupid. But I don't want to post my new thing. Like, this was a hack. I didn't upload this picture. Stop texting me about it. Either unfriend that account, or let's all band together and comment like a chicken emoji on everything they post. But it's just a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And Facebook keeps being like, we don't see anything wrong. Uh, <laughs> like, um, how could you not? Uh, so it's been a lot. Hmm. It's been stupid, really. Yeah. So you know it's been a lot for me? Uh is going to the movie theaters. I've been going to the movie theaters a lot recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So last week, uh, we did a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We saw a movie every evening of that, of okay. those three okay. days. The first, e the Wednesday evening, uh, we saw a little flick called Morbius. <laughs> that shit sucked so bad. I believe it. Oh my god! Isn't that didn't isn't Jared Leto like getting in trouble for doing crazy stuff on the set of that? Yeah, well, I don't know about like actual trouble, but like he, but, so his character has like, like this degenerative disease thing going on. Sure. And so he has like crutches, and then eventually a wheelchair. Yeah. And this motherfucker was using the crutches and wheelchair, like after saying cut. Yeah, of course. Like he was method acting in that. In no, that but way. I heard he was like being like 
insane to like his cast members. He was insane to his cast members on the Suicide Squad set when he played Joker. He like sent them a dead bird or something. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, that was Suicide Squad. I don't I don't know of any craziness of that level. I think there was an article that came out about how like nuts he was being. Okay. Um I really dislike Jared, Jared Leto. Yeah. I don't and I don't think he's that good of an actor to act so like No. I mean there's no excuse for being a dick, but like Right. It's not even like he's getting a good performance out of it. <laughs> Right, right. It's like, like, um, you know, Dallas Buyers Club is amazing, but that was like, I'm over it. Yeah, <laughs> never seen it. Oh well, we can watch it on here. Yeah, um, that, that should be on the list for sure. It'll be very emotional. But no, I think there was like an interview that came out from like House of Gucci where he was like, he was like, I became Italian. He was like, my blood was marinara sauce. Like he, like he was like oh my. so. Like offensive and crazy. Good lord. Yeah, but I had a friend who we were like chatting, like, and he was like, "Oh my god, do you want to go see Morbius with me?" And I went, "No." <laughs> yeah. And who? And he was like, really, sh- like, taken aback. I was like, "No, I have no interest in seeing that movie. <sighs> this seems like something I don't want to do." Yeah, it was nuts. And no, it wasn't because it was. I was literally falling asleep at one point, and I wasn't even that tired. I mean, I was tired. I'm always tired, but oh my god. Um, but then on Thursday night, we saw a little film with a long name. Everything, everywhere, all at once. We sure saw everything, yeah. everything, everywhere, all at once, and it was so fucking good. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I've heard it's amazing. I, I want to see it. Oh my god, it's so good. So at the beginning, I was like, it was. It's. It starts off kind of slow. And I think that's on purpose, but for reasons. But um, at the beginning, I was like, oh, no, do I not like this as much as like everyone else? Like, am I going to be the dissenter amongst the, the crowd? Um, but then it kicks off and it's it's a fucking rocket it is so fun the whole time. I've only heard great things about it. Oh, <sighs> my God. Did you ever see Swiss Army Man? No. With Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano? It, I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's by the same director, writer directors, the Daniels. Oh, okay. Um, and it's that it's got the same and it makes sense because it has the same kind of like absurdist comedy to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at just like Swiss Army Man has like these really impactful emotional moments. It's mm. oh, it's really good. And Michelle Yeoh is to this movie. Yeah. 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 Um and then on Friday, uh, we saw Ambulance, the new Michael Bay film. Don't care. <laughs> but okay, the dialogue terrible. The, the explosions editing, frequent. The explosions frequent. But yeah. I put that as a plus because sure. what I love about Michael Bay is that he does a lot of CG, but he he shoots things practically and then puts CG over them. It's not just the whole fucking thing is blue screen and then like we overlay an entire city. He shoots the city as if, you know, something's happening and then overlays things. So it I'm makes things like, really Does Jake Gyllenhaal need money? Like does he have a gambling <laughs> problem we don't know about? Like what are you doing? I feel like the last thing I like remember him being in was like Inherent Vice and now he's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's in the Swing- MCU now. <laughs> Swinging not Inherent Vice, um Nightcrawler yeah, that was Joaquin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, Nightcrawler, yeah. 
those movies had very similar like branding. Mm. It's like they came out around the same time, so they mm-hmm. feel similar to me. But um, <sighs> I oh, I remember my freshman year of college. I was in. We had to take one of those classes where it was like, "You're in college. Here's how things work." And then like, but they like at BW they were like themed. Mm. And there's this one girl who was so annoying. She was just raised her hand and said some <laughs> pointless bullshit, and it was like whatever. And we're talking about some movie, some Michael Bay movie that was coming out that I was like, it's gonna be bad. I don't remember what movie it was in 2014. Probably a, one of the Transformers, right? Maybe it would have been like the fourth one, but yeah. And and she just went, well, I mean, Michael Bay is directing it, so it'll probably be great. And like, you have no idea what you're talking about, you little idiot. <laughs> Like, you shut up. I think about that often. Because <laughs> I think I just went, yeah, he is. <laughs> um, But, oh, my. Okay. So, the thing that makes Ambulance worth it mm-hmm. is the drone shots. He hired a 19-year-old drone racer to do the drone shots for this movie. And they are frequent. The This child made a lot of money here because he was doing a good percentage of the camera work. Um, and just the shit he... Like, a lot of people use drones these days in place of helicopter shots, right? Because, like, cheaper. Yeah. But, like, Michael Bay is like, well, what can we do with drones that we couldn't do with helicopters so he's flying things under cars he's like he's like weaving in between like cement you know the cement things that hold bridges up you know yeah structures True. he he flew he had him fly up a building and then like turn the camera around and have it fall down the building it it was so cool yeah i'm not gonna see it yeah that's fair but i just (laughs) I had so much fun. That's good. It was so I'm cool. I'm glad you had fun. Um, and then just yesterday we saw the Lost City with uh, Channing Tatum and um, Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock, and Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Um, and our boy Demi Adjuwebe did uh some punch up for that movie, so he wrote. Oh, really? Yeah, he wrote some That's of the good. jokes. Um, and it was good. I think they underutilized Daniel Radcliffe a little bit. Yeah. I think he could have gone off the chain a little bit more. Like, I feel like he could have been a good, like, zany-ass fucking villain. And he was, to a degree, but I think they could have given him more. Mm. But it was good. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, welcome to Film Schooled. I'm I'm your co-host, Tyler Robertson, uh, with me today, and always, Courtney Hall. How are you? I'm good. I'm all yeah. right. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. I went to like bar trivia last night, so I didn't get home till like midnight, <laughs> which is kind of a lot for me. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm on like my third cup of coffee. <laughs> but I went with a uh, friend of the pod, uh, Chip. Back oh, then. nice. Yeah, he was in town. So I was like, okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> let's do the and thing. And we came in second. Just okay. the two of us. So nice. that was exciting. Well, uh, was it movie trivia? Was it? About movies? There was some no, it was like general trivia. So, oh, okay. But it like like there was like one round that was music and but it was like like they always theme it, so since it was four twenty, they like slowed the music way down <laughs> and then you had to like guess the song and the artist. And um I crushed. I don't know why I was really good at that. <laughs> and then there was like some movie stuff and then like there was 
you know, just random general knowledge, which I think you know I have a lot of mm. random pointless knowledge. So sure. it worked out. Um, I would say I answered most of the questions. Um, and Chip agreed. And then at the <laughs> end, we were tied. And the whole time he was like, I want a geography round. Because he's really good at geography. Like, yeah. he's, he's been all around the world. And the tiebreaker was like a geography question. Wow. And we won. And he, he was like trying to talk things out with me. I was like, I, you say whatever you want. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I was like, I get you. You're trying to talk this out with me, but I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what's going on or what we're talking about. I want you to just decide the answer. Yeah. And we, yeah, we. What a ledge. Uh, so speaking of geography, have you been playing, uh, cause I've been playing world, worldle, worldle. Mm. Um, would are you still playing Wordle? What's what's your situation with all the spinoffs? Um, I'm not even really playing Wordle anymore. I got okay. kind of bored. I've start, I um, I downloaded Boggle on my phone. Okay, explain Boggle, please. Boggle, Boggle is like a physical game, but like they have an online version of it where you like you have like letters or like like um dice that have different letters on them, and then mm. you shake it up, and then wherever they land, you have to try to like find letters in it. Okay. Or not letters, uh, words. We're, we're right. Okay. We used to play it when I was a kid, and I redownloaded it, and now I'm playing with a bunch of old ladies, <laughs> and they are beating me because they spend money on the app to buy like power ups or whatever. Sure. And I don't. Yeah. I don't spend money on the app. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I've been playing Wordle pretty consistently. I'm better at Wordle, the geography. Is that one. like okay? So they give you a picture, like a silhouette of the country itself, and oh. then your guesses will say, like, if you pick, if it's like Germany and you pick like South Africa, it'll say like how close you are in a percentage kind of thing, which isn't mm. that helpful, but mm. it also gives you like a direction, like it it would be pointing like straight up north because Germany is right above. Okay. South Africa, right? And then it would say how many miles away you are. It's fun. Yeah. I like it. Maybe I'll try it. And then it. there's a movie one. There's Probably a there's not. a movie All one called I would like. Yeah, there's a movie one called Framed and the website is framed.wtf. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. okay. Um, Maybe Mark Marin owns it. <laughs> but uh it gives you literally one frame of a movie, you guess. And then if you guess incorrectly, it gives you another frame from the same movie. Okay. And you keep guessing. Interesting. I like that. Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. Like today's was Jackie Brown. This won't be spoilers because this will come out on Monday, whatever. Um, today's was Jackie Brown, um, which I haven't seen. And so it was like Michael Keaton and Samuel L. Jackson. And I was like, what movie is this? And I could tell it was like 90s era, but I didn't get it. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that either. Yeah. But anyway. Speaking of movies. Speaking of movies and frames, we watched a movie with a bunch of frames. Mm-hmm. It was, a, it was a whole movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's called The Apartment. Uh-huh. It's from 1960. We had to do an old one. Yes, we had to we had to go back because we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we haven't done a like a classic like old movie in a, a while. It probably was some like it hot. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Which it was another Billy Wilder. Yeah, movie. <laughs> yeah, they were similar. Um, specifically June 29th, nineteen sixty. 
Um, and the log line for the apartment reads, a Manhattan insurance clerk tries to rise in his company by letting its executives use his apartment for trysts. But complications and a romance of his own ensue. Yeah. Yeah. So we, that's the way it goes. What a... Mm -hmm. It's a... What a twist. In, so many twists and turns. A unique concept, yeah. <laughs> All the way um, through. Why did I pick this movie, you ask? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stop begging. <laughs> um, this is on AFI's list of the 100 best movies. Pretty much any list of like the best movies, this is this is probably on it. Hmm. Um, I watched this in college um, because they they produced a musical based off of it called Promises, Promises. Okay. That had Kristen Chenoweth and Sean Hayes in it. And um, that when that like was on Broadway, I don't know if it was a revival or, or original. I think it was a revival. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm a huge musical fan, clearly. And then I watched this movie. I had forgotten a lot of it. Mm -hmm. But I think it, it's one of the most like well-acted movies. I think Shirley MacLaine's performance is so like beautiful throughout yeah um i also think jack lemon he's just like he's so endearing yeah um and i think i mean i picked it for all of those reasons and then watching it i'm like wow like i think we view at least i do view like the 50 movies from like the 40s 50s and 60s is really like sanitized mm. um and like a lot of them were but this is dark yeah <laughs> like this movie is like really really dark and i think like like honest in a lot of ways like it's it doesn't like sugarcoat things as much as i kind of assumed it would yeah um and i think it holds up i think it's a fun f fun in in quote like air quotes watch yeah. um like a lot of it's fun but then you're also like oh yeah there's real emotions behind things that are happening yeah um and it's it's like shocking <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was not expecting it to go yeah where it pretty does. much anywhere where it went Mm -hmm. Um, because I mean, like, I feel like if you took this like logline and made it into a movie today, it would be much more of like a romantic comedy that like doesn't go like deep <laughs> like this one does. Yeah, this really like takes a turn and becomes like a straight drama for yeah. a bit, right? Which I think we all know I love dramedies, so <laughs> that works for me. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but I do think it does like it just like remains honest about like the the like feeling. Like, I don't know, the mo emotions behind this like seemingly like campy concept. Yeah, right. Um, and that's probably thanks in part to the writer director Billy Wilder. Yes. Who Cost wrote, and wrote. wrote Yeah. Um and wrote and directed um some like it hot. Yeah. Um, it was also written, uh, or, you know, I don't know what the credits were, but, uh, IAL Diamond, who I think also helped with Some Like It Hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, this one had a budget of $3 million and made $18.7 at the box office. Pretty good. Huge. Um, it had a runtime of two hours and five minutes long it's but long. I think, yeah it's long <laughs> i i think this is like again i think this maybe was the case with some like it hot like it, it's just the style of editing like the style of filming where like now we wouldn't let you see 
the actor walk all the way across the room <laughs> right. for, and then the scene ends, it would just be like the scene has ended after the line. Yeah. And this is like, no, let's keep looking <laughs> let's... for 10 <laughs> extra seconds. It was a lot of that where I was like, okay, cut to the next scene. Like, go to the yeah, next scene. Okay. And I think it's just the style of whatever. Yeah, style of I do. Th- I think like this storyline moves pretty at, at like a nice clip, but... Mm-hmm. They were in these words like, I don't need to see him like fully walk into the elevator from across the hall and then watch it close to understand he got on the elevator. Like, <laughs> it's just it's stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. It was rated approved because mm-hmm. it's old. Um, it has an aspect ratio of 2.35 to 1 and a Rotten Tomatoes score of 94%. Crazy. Cra- <laughs> Crazy. Um, have you heard the TikTok sound? It's my favorite. No. <laughs> I don't think it's so. Just, it's just crazy. You're a crazy girl. <laughs> no, I haven't heard it's that. Crazy. <laughs> it makes me laugh really hard. <laughs> um, have you heard the the recent TikTok uh audio of the girl hitting her hip on the Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've sent like theater ones of that to Luke. God, it's recently. so good. It's really funny. The edits are so fun. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie stars Jack Lemon as C.C. Baxter, our protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, he's great. What a what he's a great. what a nice man he seems like. <laughs> what a pushover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, Shirley MacLaine plays Fran Kubelik. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I just love her so much yeah and her performance in this movie is it's just like like it's perfection i (laughs) I, she's so good and she's so cute with her little short haircut yeah (sighs) um fred mcmurray plays uh mr sheldrake Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck I that mean, guy. we can pretty much say fuck that guy to the rest of the For cast. For the rest oh, of the wait, cast, wait, yeah. Wait. There's some women in there. Yeah. Uh, Ray Walton plays Mr. Dobish, who's just another one of the guys who fucks with CC Baxter. Uh, what's his, what's CC's nickname, real name? What do they call him? No one's calling him CC. Oh, buddy boy. Oh, yeah, buddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jack Crucian plays uh, Dr. Dreyfus. He was great. He was funny. He was great. I honestly, I like, there were so many jokes about them, like, thinking he was having all those women <laughs> in his house when he wasn't, and they never got old for me. Like, every one of them was like, <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> and then when he, like, he just has to pretend he is. And <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, you should, uh, when you, when you uh, write your will and the way you're going, you should write it soon. Um, <laughs> leave your body to the, to Columbia so we can look at what happens when a man has this much sex? It yeah. Was like, I was like, so funny. <laughs> Jesus. Um, David Lewis plays Mr. Kirkaby. Is that yeah, his... Yeah, fuck that guy. Is that one of the guys, or is that his desk mate at the... No, I don't the think The guy right next to him? No? Okay. Um, Hope Holiday plays uh, Mrs. McDougal. Uh, Love her. Yeah. She's the one he meets on Christmas. Yeah. Her husband's in Cuba. She wrote a letter to, to Castro. And she's mad he didn't write back. Um, <laughs> she's funny. I like her. Yeah. Uh, Joan Shawley plays Sylvia. 
one of the whores. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just one, one of the I one of the girls the his uh, coworkers having an affair with. Yeah. Um, Naomi Stevens plays Mrs. Dreyfus, the doctor's wife. Very funny. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Johnny Seven. His last name is just Seven. Oh, cool name. The number seven. Johnny Seven. Johnny Seven. Uh, Johnny Seven plays uh, Carl Matushka. The, her brother-in-law. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, Joyce Jameson plays the blonde. I don't know. I don't remember her. <laughs> I think she's one of uh, the whores. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, the one who fights with the one of the guys. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Willard Waterman plays Mr. Vanderhoff. He's funny. I, he's the one that I think comes in and is like, hey, look, he's got a... Oh, yeah, yeah. That girl, like, he's try- He's like, should we make it like a four-way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David White plays Mr. Eichelberger. Yeah, same thing. One of those old, old men. Yeah, one of the old whores. And... Yes. Uh, <laughs> Eddie Adams plays uh, Miss Olsen. Yeah, fucker. Yeah. She does. She pulls a. Uh, she pulls a Baroness uh, move from Sound of Music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she goes. She goes up to Maria and is like, you know, whores can't be nuns. <laughs> um, <laughs> should this podcast just be me describing plots of movies? <laughs> And then Miss Olsen goes up to her and is like, mm-hmm, he used to sleep with me, but before that, it was this girl. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got the glasses the whole time. This is how you mm-hmm. know it's her, because she's putting on and off her glasses. Oh, and she's just like every, she's just like sneaking around, yeah. just <laughs> listening to phone calls. She's funny. Yeah. Um, My first note is he's, so it starts with a voiceover. Yes. Yeah, that's, a, that's one of the first things I said was, oh, God, voiceover time. And I do think this is like an example of like an unnecessary voiceover. Yeah. Like it's just giving exposition that we we get anyway. But right. he says that he pays $80 a month to live outside Central Park. <laughs> yeah. Um and I did I did look it up and that would be $777 today. Still not bad. So still crazy. <laughs> and yeah, he talks about how he rents out his apartment. Not even rents out, he lets yeah, higher ups at his insurance firm use his apartment for their affairs. Yeah, well, which often causes him to like sleep outside. Yeah, <laughs> um, and it's not even that quick that he really tells you what is actually going on in the narration. Because mm-hmm. for in in my notes, I was like trying to figure it out almost, like what's going on here. Oh, okay. Um, cause at first I thought it was just like a, he has a shitty roommate. He was, I was like, why is he not allowed to go back to his apartment until 8 PM? Yeah. And then I was like, he runs a brothel out of his apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> and then I wrote, I'd be concerned about fluids. He, oh God. <laughs> but I think that's cool about this movie is it's just like everyone's fucking like everyone's having an affair. Yeah. Which, like, is probably, like, a pretty big statement on the times. Yeah. Like. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say, like, the first. So, okay, so so Shirley MacLaine is an elevator operator. 
that like all the guys hit on and yeah. she like never gives them the time of the day and Baxter is like in love with her yeah. like it's one of those like he he just is like I will marry this woman if she ever looks at me yeah. and yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the first big twist is that he he gets a promotion his boss is like I heard you have an apartment yeah available for fucking <laughs> and he is like I want to use it tonight Gives him tickets to see the Music Man, which is currently on Broadway as well, which is funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> some things never change. Yeah. And so Baxter invites Shirley MacLaine to the Music Man. She says yes, but she has to get a drink with this guy. But she's like over him, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we see the guy she's getting a drink with is Sheldrake, the the boss. boss which is such a like. I feel like every time I see it, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like this just really like everything <laughs> just becomes entangled in such like a like a crazy way but like also a very smart way we're like yeah. oh man like no <laughs> baxter's fucked <laughs> i know and also like in that conversation so he's saying like all that classic stuff of like i'm gonna divorce my wife i miss you and she's like mm-hmm. listen like men always say that and they don't mean it and like sure i was your affair while your kids were at school but I don't think that this is going to go anywhere. But I feel like that conversation was really well scripted because you did kind of, you are for a second. I was like, I hope these kids work it out. <laughs> I'm like maybe he will leave his wife. <laughs> they do seem to have chemistry for sure. They do. Yeah. And I think it's like, like Shirley McLean is like really endearing is the only word I can think. Yeah. To use. She does have like a, this unique she she has like these unique mannerisms that I don't know, like the way she talks to Baxter, and the way she mm-hmm. kind of she's really good at deflecting his flirtations in a way that doesn't make him feel bad, because she does right. at the beginning, like when he says nice things to her, um, that are obviously like him being like. I think you're hot. Uh, <laughs> she, she's, she. I, I can't even think of an example, but I just noticed how like she will deflect. I guess that's the only word I can think of is like deflect them without making him feel bad. And right, it's, I, I she's wrote just really in all nice. Caps, the banter, and I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. But I was just like, wow, this is like ping pong. It's fun. Yeah. Ooh, and then when they leave the Chinese restaurant they're at, um. He like convinces her to go back to the apartment, mm-hmm. but his the titular there. apartment, the titular apartment. His secretary's there, and she sees. Yeah, because she has glasses. Yeah. Yes, she has, she pulls <laughs> them down. <laughs> mm. So he gets promoted. Whatever. So okay, so that happens, and and she ends up standing him up. Yes, for the yeah for the music man. For the music man, and then we. Cut, we we cut, like, move forward, jump in time, six weeks. Yeah. Like, nothing really happens between then. We're, like, assuming everything's going on as usual. Right. And it's, like, the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And our boy, our boy Jack Lemon is pretty uh, lit, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he goes, uh, she goes, how many drinks have you had? And he goes, three, and holds up four fingers. Yeah. She's like, I figured. <laughs> yeah. And then she does it later. She does it back to him. Oh, <gasps> I didn't notice that. When? Um, 
he asks her something and she says three but holds up four fingers. Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, it was really cute. I'm sad um, I missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember what he asks her. Oh no. Wow, that's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. <laughs> And they're at the Christmas party. He's drunk and he's like, I'm sorry, I've been ignoring you. It's just because he like broke my heart by standing me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, I oh, know. <laughs> I just that was in a like silly, goofy mood. And oh, you no. Just, like, you just like ripped my heart out. <laughs> but I'm over it now. Please go out with me. Please let me like smell your hair. Yeah. Um, and she's. She seems into it. Yeah. But she's still dating. Boss man, what's yeah. his face? Who is? To be fair, he's hot. I yeah. get it. He's got. He's, he's got the he money. The John Hamm jawline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very Don Draper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this whole time, it's been like a very campy, like funny, almost rom com, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Mrs. Miss Olson comes up, and she's like, <laughs> "You know, you're just his latest whore," <laughs> and it like breaks Fran her name's Fran yeah breaks her heart and it's like so you just like see all the emotions hit her face and it's uh, it's heartbreaking yeah she's basically like he's gonna leave you right there's gonna be another girl after after you and then fucking drunk oblivious Jack Lemon is like showing her a hat and yeah but that's that's the another big reveal where he had um whoever whomever it was that the the um Mr. Sheldrake had yeah. brought up to the apartment left behind a mirror with a cra- or like a like a like compact a, yeah yeah like a compact mirror thing um and it was broken and he gave it back to Mr. Sheldrake to give back to the the woman and we all we we as the audience know <laughs> that <laughs> it's Fran. It's Fran. Um, but then at the party, she gives him the compact mirror to look at his hat. To look to look at his hat, and he yeah. he realizes, oh shit, you're the girl. And so now yeah, they're it's... both sad. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good because like he comes in. He's like he comes in at like an eleven, and he's so he's like <laughs> yeah. he's like doing finger guns all over the place. And she's also like she's like having a good time, you know. I like I think she likes this guy. She says to him like, "You're the at one point she's like you're the only like nice guy that comes to the elevator." Yeah, he, she's like you actually talk to me like you don't physically like, assault me like yeah the one guy. you don't assault me like the other people. And but she's like, can you take your hat off in the elevator? Like you're just very respectful. So she likes him. It's not like she's like annoyed hanging out with this guy. Mm. And then like we see her just get crushed, like clobbered yeah. by this information. <laughs> and then he has the same thing happen to him. Yeah. And neither of them realize. Yeah. Right. That the other like just got like the same like devastating news. Yeah. And then my one of my favorite lines in the whole thing is he goes, your mirror is broken. And she goes, I like it. It makes me look the way I feel. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent line. Like that's so sad. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Um, and then he gets a call from Sheldrake and is like, this is a personal call. Peace out. Like get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And and then he he has to talk to Sheldrake, who's asking for the apartment tonight, and he knows it's to be with Fran. It's really it like 
I, I feel like this movie does a really great job because it does get like very dark. Yeah. But like it does a good job of being like happy, happy. Oh, a little. Oh, oh. like it it does kind of yeah. ease you into it. Like you get this and you're like, OK, we're in like kind of a sad spot. Yeah. Um, And then the conversation that Fran has with Sheldrake in the apartment is truly it's so upsetting and, and heartbreaking. <laughs> She's just like he's. She's just crying, and he's like, "Are you just gonna cry the whole time?" <laughs> I thought you were different. Yeah, I thought you were different than these girls who show their emotions. <laughs> I could just cry all the time. Because yeah. she is. I mean, uh, she isn't. I don't know. I I mentioned her, like her unique kind of mannerisms. She does. She doesn't show a lot of emotion uh, all the time. Like she is kind of reserved as a person. It seems like, just in general. Yeah, she she sees him kind of like in the beginning. She comes off as very like happy go lucky, like I can handle anything. Like did he? <laughs> yeah. And then we see her like sobbing, and she says, "Um, I made a mistake. When you're in love with a married man, you shouldn't wear mascara." She's been like sobbing. It's ugh. yeah. And then she gives him his Christmas present, <laughs> and it's like meaningful to them, whatever. And he goes, "Oh, I got you something too." Too pulls out his wallet. And just gives her a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> and I was like, "Get yourself something nice." That's so infuriating. A dickhead. Mm-hmm. And then she starts taking off her clothes, and I was like, "Slap him!" Like when she's taking off her gloves. I was yeah, like, yeah. Slap him. Slap him. But then she's taking off her clothes, and he's like, "I don't have time to have sex with you." And she goes, "Well, I thought you should get what you paid for." Sheesh. And he's like. Oh, don't, no, don't be like that. She's like, wait, you're the one. <sighs> yeah. And then stuff gets dark. Yeah. Yeah. Because he leaves and uh, she's milling about the apartment because she doesn't want to go home yet. And uh, she finds some sleeping pills and takes presumably all of them. She does take all of them. Yeah put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode i guess yeah maybe <laughs> yeah yeah which is funny I, not funny but like the way they film it i was like what's gonna happen yeah like is she gonna take all of those pills or is she gonna like see his name on the prescription that's yes okay yes i had the exact same thing because i was like because when the when the when the scene ended and she hadn't seen his name on the prescription, because that's exact, that's where I thought th it was mm -hmm. going to go. I thought she was going to see his name on the prescription, and that's how she was going to find out that he lives there. But when she didn't, and the scene ended, and we moved on to, I think the next scene is a, a Baxter scene. Yeah. Um, I was like, did she, did she take those? Did she take the sleeping pills? Yeah, and yeah. Sure enough. Yeah. She sure did. She sure did. So Baxter's like is talking with um Margie that we were talking about, and they just have like a goofy little scene where he's <laughs> like he's like gonna bring her back to the apartment and he's like, might as well. Yeah. Like everyone else uses it for that. <laughs> I might as well do it. And he takes her back to the apartment. One of my favorite lines, he's like, you know, I'm a real sex pot. Just ask my neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Um, 
or he says you're now dealing with a notorious sex pot yeah <laughs> but then he goes into his bedroom and he sees fran is there unconscious on his bed yeah and he and he i mean he thinks she's just asleep at the beginning and yeah then, he's kind of like yelling at her <laughs> yeah because he's pissed that like this yeah, girl yeah. i want to be in my bed <laughs> is in my bed but not yeah, for the right yeah. reasons so but then yeah he realizes she's not waking up right i also think like there's part of it of like not even the like <laughs> she friend zoned me like bullshit <laughs> yeah. guys think but but also like um he has like this idealized version of her in his head, I think, hmm. and he's dealing with all of these men who are having these affairs, and he's probably like, "Ugh, these idiots! Like, this isn't gonna work out." And then he finds out she's one of them. Yeah, and like that's probably a heartbreaking moment for him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but at first he's like, "Get on out of here! You go, you get." And then he's like, "Oh, she is, she is overdosed." Yeah. Um. And he gets his doctor or his neighbor, who's a doctor, in one of the craziest. <sighs> it was stressful. <laughs> this, this doctor went to the med school of hard knocks, and <laughs> he just he gets slapping her the up. shit out of her. He just slaps her over and over again. And I was like, "What are you doing? Like, you can see she's waking up." Yeah, like, that was like crazy to me. It's not like she was still unconscious. He's like giving her smelling salts when her eyes are like pretty much open. I was like, she is not passed out anymore. She is awake, and you were just like beating the shit out of her. Like, he just keeps slapping her across the face, and it does cut to Jack Lemon looking like really upset. Yeah, he's like, oh, like oh god. But well, maybe it's like she has to be like because she could doze back. That's what you he's know. saying is you, we have to keep her awake, like awake, awake. Like she can't be yeah. even like. Well, then they try to walk her around the apartment yeah and i was like what this has gone into like very slapsticky moment <laughs> from like a really dramatic yeah but it, it's almost tense because of how like aggressive he's being you know what i mean yeah, yeah like yeah, to yeah. him it feels very like like this is a do or die kind of moment here <laughs> we gotta get her the fuck up or she's going to die yes yeah um, when he's he says <laughs> He's just like, it's a good thing you got here when you did. If you came a half hour later, you would have had a different type of Christmas present. I was like, what does Jesus that mean? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Well, he's um, still thinking that she's his. Yeah, but still. <laughs> yeah. It's a not terrible, a terrible, weird thing to say. Yeah, not a but, great thing to say. Yeah, but so then that's like another case of mistaken identity type thing where like the neighbors think that that she did this because of his her relationship to Baxter and that like he's like he's he did guy. something yeah. yeah and and that like they were having this this sort of like affair relationship um and he purposely does that to keep his boss's name out of it mm -hmm. which like i don't know i get it <laughs> but yeah. also tough cuz then everyone's like you little piece of <laughs> shit <laughs> Um, but she does wake up. She survives. Yeah. And then she has to stay at his apartment for two days. Yeah. To like recover. Yeah. Um, 48 hours. 48 hours. And like it does in, in those moments start to kind of like the like levity comes back a yeah. little bit. Mm -hmm. Which is nice. But there is like a moment where he like finds the like takes the razors out of his 
Yeah. Like like face razor and hides them and and hide. What else does he hide? It's the razors and then. I also thought it was weird to like fully just take the razor out and just like loosely put it in your pocket instead <laughs> yeah, of like, a... keeping it in the case and taking the case with you. Yeah. I was like, that's a choice. <laughs> um, yeah, and then when he like he like opens the window and he's like, now don't get any ideas. <laughs> yeah, he says that as a joke. It's like, all right, that's. I don't think he does say it as a joke. I think he all says, right. I think he's like means it. He's like, don't get it. Like, it, I think what he says as a joke is, it's only one story. The worst <laughs> yeah. you could do is break your leg, and she's like, I'm not okay. Like, yeah. <sighs> relax. But then, yeah. but then, um, Sheldrake won't talk to her. Like, doesn't. Yeah. But what's his backstory? Like, nurses her back to health. It's really, yeah. Sweet, they play cards. <laughs> against um, her will. <laughs> against her, it's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like them playing cards and he's um he's like he's like both trying to help her and like get her back on her feet and also trying to like keep Sheldrake out of it. Mm-hmm. But not telling her that's what he's doing. Yeah, right. So like when people make comments about like him being the one she was sleeping with, he's like, well, he's like, yes, of course. And she's like, what? Like, what? Like, like poor communication, yeah. I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the doctor was so like, like, pour coffee down her throat. I was like, that is not what you need <laughs> right now. Also, it was like instant coffee. It was like, this can't be good. It's like <laughs> scalding hot and they're like throwing it at her face. So he <laughs> just came off the stove and they're just like yeah. shoving it. Right. <laughs> he has a pretty immaculate kitchen for mm-hmm. for what we've seen him or for how we've seen him treat it. When he's pouring that coffee, he's scooping that shit out of the can and just powders going everywhere. I think maybe it's black and white is helping us <laughs> not see how dirty it is. The griming I, grit. Know, yeah. I mean, as a single woman who lives in a studio apartment. Sure. My kitchen's a disaster constantly. Like, I don't have a dishwasher. <laughs> so it's like, as soon as I clean, it's just like immediately a nightmare. <laughs> and it gets very overwhelming. Yeah. But and when he cooks the, is it sp- spaghetti? Or some sort yeah, of yeah. dish that he Pasta, makes. yeah. He's flinging things about. There's boiling water going everywhere. He uses a tennis racket he, as a strainer. He uses a tennis racket as a strainer, which like inventive. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But while they're playing uh, cards, she kind of gives her story of how she came to New York. She had, was with this other guy who's now in jail. Um, A lot of and, men going to jail. Yeah. And uh, they should all. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe. Um, and I know she lives with her sister and brother-in-law. They sent her to typing school to be a secretary. Or they sent her to secretarial school. And mm-hmm. then she... Um, interviewed at the insurance place and failed the typing test. And he mm. says, were you too slow? And she goes, no, I just can't spell. <laughs> Which leads to one of my fr- other favorite lines is, he's like, I'm going to write his wife a note. And he's like, we shouldn't do that. And she goes, why? And he's like, well, first of all, you can't spell. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. No. Yeah. So, and, and so then like, Basically, they're just like holed up together in 
his apartment for two days and people are people are talking yeah people are talking yeah and his her brother-in-law finds out she's there right yeah and thinks that he's the problem right because he set it up that way yeah and then he punches and him and sticks face. to his story right when the brother-in-law who punches who in the face the brother-in-law punches Baxter. Oh, okay, okay. I couldn't... I Because then he has a shiner and he goes up, shows up to work with sunglasses on. Yes, 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 yes. Which is a real baller move. But also, I, I wrote in my notes, like, the, the doctor hit her way more and harder than he was punching <laughs> the face and he was, like, knocked out. I was like, she was... Yeah. And she was just, like, fine. Well, and I think some of those slaps were real. They looked real. Yeah. They seemed real. Like, they, I think they were actually doing that. <laughs> they seemed very real. Yeah. They, they were making then, contact. But then, so she, so she's like, oh, you idiot. Like, why are you telling people this was your fault when all you did was, like, take care of me? Yeah. He also, like, she she just tried to overdose and he's, like, giving her martinis. I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, you don't think maybe, like, you should just stick to water and ginger ale on that <laughs> stomach at this point? But whatever. Live yeah. your life, I guess. Um, And so she kisses him on the forehead and is like, you idiot. And then the doctor goes, um, I'll go get my bag, like, to because he just got punched in the face. And he goes, no, don't worry. I have all the, like, I have everything I need. Wow. Yeah, cute. What a fucking simp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes to work, and his boss is like, thank you for taking care of my affair, who I was so mean to that she tried to kill herself. <laughs> um, here's a promotion. Yeah. Nice new office. And... Um. Well, okay, because also, what happens is he the the um, Sheldrake fires his secretary because he's like, I know you. You're the one who, yeah, who said that to her, and she then calls his wife. Yeah, and is like, oh, honey, do I have stuff to say to you? <laughs> And so then when Baxter comes back to work, he's like, I'm going to take her off your hands because she's a woman with no choice. And um, <laughs> he, go, he goes up there and that's when Sheldrick is like, my wife left me. So now I guess I'll hang out with this girl. Yeah. Here's a brand new office. But also I'm going to be a ba- enjoy being a bachelor for a while. It's like, ugh, you asshole. Except you're not. Well, I mean, you are sort of. But like, you're just gonna immediately start dating Fran. So like, no, a, I think he's what he's saying is that he's not gonna be dating because oh. he wants to be a bachelor. No, oh. ew. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when Baxter sees Fran, he's just like, "Well, I guess you got what you wanted." I think that's the other thing is that he's like, "Oh." I know she wants to be with this guy, so like, yeah, I'm not gonna be a dick about it, right? Although, he, although he does say like we both got what we wanted, as if like he was only taking care of her and only being nice to her for a promotion, which is kind of. <laughs> well, he was trying to save face, maybe a little bit there. Yeah, not his not his brightest moment. Yeah, but he but then he's like, I got a date. <laughs> um, and then it's. New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and his boss is like, "Hey, can I use that apartment to fuck the girl you're in? I, you're in love with." 
And he's like, no. And he's like, well, if you don't give me your apartment, you're fired. And he does such a boss move. He, get, he like throws a key at him. And then he goes into his thing and starts packing up. And he's like, oh, hey, this is the wrong key. And he's like, no, it's not. It's my office key. Fuck like, you. Quit. Fuck you, man. <laughs> hey, man, fuck you. <laughs> and then he goes home and he's he's packing up. He's leaving the apartment. Yeah. He said there's he said there's too much fluid in here. <laughs> yeah. I'll never get it out. I'll never be able to clean it. This couch is ruined. You take one of those newfangled uh, black lights to it. Yeah. That yeah. were just invented. <laughs> He's like, this this carpet is done. It's done though. It's it's a rock solid. It's rock solid. You could break it over a oh, fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> old lang syne is playing in the background he's just like <laughs> i love old lang syne it makes me cry every time it's played on new year's yeah i, th- I think anytime it's played ever it's just like <sighs> not in this moment i, I don't care. know what you're saying they but really, they played a really pepped up version of it in this yeah one. they did they played like the dubstepped old lang syne. <laughs> um but he basically, the boss is like, oh, yeah, that guy didn't let me have his apartment. What a dickhead. Oh, he even says, he's like, what'd you do to him? Like, why does he hate you so much? As if it's her fault. And then while they're singing all night and she leaves. Also, I love their crowns in that scene. That was fun. We should wear crowns more. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And she shows up at the apartment and she hears, oh, my God, wait, we didn't even talk about the craziest part of this movie. <laughs> The most insane part that I like always forget about is that she's he's basically like trying to make her feel better for like like having like tried to commit suicide and and he's like, Well, you know, once I was in love and I took it so bad I tried to shoot myself and yeah. I missed and I shot shot my knee. It was like, What? <laughs> no, you like what? <laughs> you shot yourself in the knee? Like you would have I think you'd have more repercussions than like it, it, like like he makes it seem like and now it's all fine yeah because your knee is a very complex yeah system and, of ligaments and, and like in the joints. 60s like i don't <laughs> and he's just they like, didn't have medicine up. back then we've established they that. didn't have we they did not have oh this is an old joke but they did not have medicine <laughs> and he's he's running up the stairs like there's no tomorrow right often there's no i mean we we would have established at the beginning of the movie he has a limp you know what i mean like we would have yeah. noticed that from the start like that would have been one of and the I first things like we know about. Every him. person he meets would be like, "Oh, you're the guy who shot himself." In you're the, the guy knee. who's yeah. You're the guy <laughs> like, with the limp. You're the guy with the limp because you <laughs> shot yourself in the knee on accident. Yeah, because he said the cop came up to his window and he tried to hide the gun and he tried to hide the gun like under his lap or something, and it went off and shot him. It was. It's like the craziest story. It was yeah. like the, it's like the craziest little like it. It's just like a, and it's like a side detail. Yeah. You're like, oh, right, the one time I shoot myself in the neon accident. Oops. <laughs> so she shows up and she hears a pop that sounds like a gunshot. So she's like, oh, yeah. God, he killed himself. And she's like, what a crazy way for this movie to end. Right. <laughs> Jesus. And then she knocks on the door and he didn't kill himself. He opened some champagne. Yeah. Alone. <laughs> Alone. In his apartment. Hey, I've been there. In his titular apartment. He's <laughs> in the titular apartment. And he's like, oh, 
come in. Do you want a glass of champagne? And she's like, yeah, Hell yes. Hell yes, yeah. <laughs> and then they are drinking champagne and she starts playing. She, she, I think she says that she broke up with What's-His-Face. Mm-hmm. And then they start playing gin. And the like classic line from this movie is he goes, Miss uh, Kublik, I'm, I'm in love with you. And she's like, look, just like not paying attention, looking at the cards. And he goes, I adore you. And she goes, oh, shut up and deal. <laughs> that's how it ends it's so sweet yeah oh, I love it <laughs> and I think this movie like like really hammers home the point that like you should have an affair with <laughs> people in like higher powered positions than you because mm. it it'll ultimately work out sure if we take anything from this movie, it's that. Mm-hmm. Shoot, shoot, shoot for the moon. At least you'll land amongst the stars. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you'll get to go to some fun restaurants along the way. Right. And you know what? That it's, shrimp it's about she was the eating looked good. <laughs> oh, we there's a there's a Marilyn Monroe reference in this movie, mm-hmm. and and she's in some like it hot. Mm-hmm. And. And and That's weird. Jack Lemon plays alongside Marilyn Monroe. It was just something I noticed. It's like those yeah, movies where the, blonde, the the girl that's cast as the blonde, like blonde girl. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I think okay. yeah, yeah. That's like those movies where um, it's an actor who was in Harry Potter, and they mention Harry Potter in the movie. You know. Yeah. That no, thing. that happens that a happens lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like on Gilmore Girls, they they like mentioned Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, <laughs> not free. Well, I guess frequently like, a bit, but there's like an actor, like who's a main character on Gilmore Girls, who's also a main character on Buffy the yeah. Vampire Slayer, and it's just like, hmm. In this universe, it's played by a different actor. Yeah. Right. 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 Everything's the multiverse. Everything, everywhere, mm. all at once. Yes. Yeah. But this movie won uh, it won some awards. Yeah, it was nominated for ten Oscars. Jeez, and won five. Back when they liked comedies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was nominated uh, and won for best picture, best director, both Bill- Billy Wilder, um, best writing story and screenplay. Uh, which also Billy Wilder, he cleaned up, and I-A-L Diamond. Mm -hmm. Um, Best art direction slash set direction for a black and white film. Um, That's Alexander Trauner and and Edward G. Boyle. And then also Best Film Editing by Daniel Mandel. Um, But then it was also nominated for Best Actor in a Leading Role for Jack Lemmon. Uh, best actress in a leading role for Shirley MacLaine. Best actor in a supporting role for Jack Crucian, who was the doctor. Yeah, the doctor. Yeah, the doctor, Doctor Dreyfus. Um, they said, "Wow, he slapped her well." <laughs> yeah. Uh, best cinematography for a black and white film. Uh, that's Joseph Lachelle, and best sound for Gordon Sawyer. Yeah, I. They do, liked I... it. I think Shirley MacLaine probably should have won Best Actress, and it seemed like she was favored to win, and then it was kind of an upset that she didn't. Hmm. Interesting. I think she's great. I think she's just like unequivocally, like unequivocally great. Yeah. 
in yeah. this role. Yeah. I don't think I've seen her before. I don't think I've seen her in anything. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to think what you would have seen her in. I think as an older woman, she's been in a lot of stuff that you've probably seen, I, w- I would kind of assume. Hmm. Terms of Endearment? Nope. Steel Magnolias? Nope. I love Steel Magnolias. Um, we did the play at my high school, and I didn't see that it? either. Oh. No. Well, isn't it? Isn't Steel Magnolias all women? There's some men in it. I at think. least. The... In the movie, at least, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. In Her Shoes, Rumor Has It, Bewitched. Those are all more recent ones. She was in movies Valentine's up until like Day. 2019. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. No, I didn't see that, but who does she play in that? Walter Mitty's mom, I think. Oh. She's still in movies. She's still alive. Wow. Good for her. Glee. I saw Glee. <laughs> was it season? Um, I think she plays... Um, I think she plays Sue's mom. Okay. Sue, so like Jane Lynch's mom. Hmm. Because I only watched seasons one, two, and three of Glee. I think it would have been in there. Oh, okay. Interesting. Because the last Glee episode I saw was a season finale, and it was the season finale where the Finn goes to war. He doesn't go yeah. to war. He goes to the military. Yeah. And she goes to college, I think. Rachel. Yeah. That was the last episode I watched. Tough. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet charity. Um, I'm sure you've seen her and stuff. Before. Yeah, I probably have. I mean, maybe Glee. I just didn't, you know. know her anything. most famous role, Glee. Yes, of course. Of course. Um, you want to do some rotten reviews? Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. This is by Anne P. from March 30th, 2013. Can't believe this film won Best Picture. It was the kind of movie that could have ended at any point, yet it continued to go on and on and on. One star. At any point. I don't think it could have ended at any point. I think like by the end, I was like, they're going to wrap this up. Like I was like, they're going to... Like end of the storylines, right? Like that'd be <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and then the other one is by David L. <sighs> June 9th, two thousand twelve. Ten years ago, David <laughs> sat down to write <laughs> this rotten review. Okay, he said Shirley MacLaine's character continually gives herself gives herself up to the boss while Jack Lemmon's character falls in love with her but bumbles around like an idiot the entire movie and never seems to get any. Feminism at its worst. <laughs> with the stereotypical depiction of all men as pigs, the resolution of the plot is quick and unsatisfying and leaves little doubt as to whether Lemon will ever stop playing the fool as it were. One star. I disagree with this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this movie is feminist... Uh, I don't think it's necessarily misogynistic, to be honest with you. I think it's like it, it's very much a, like a, a function of the time, but I don't think it's really playing like women are all idiots. <laughs> yeah, you know. And I also don't think it's like 
Shana McLean continually gives herself up to the boss. I think it's yeah. like she is like in love with him. Yeah, like they like, yeah. Yeah. And Jack yeah, Lemon, yeah. like, I think we see Jack Lemon as a really good guy. Like, I don't think we're supposed to see him at the day. Like, I think we see him and the doctor like as, you know, good guys. I don't think it's a very anti-men movie. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, 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 at the end of the day, it says, you know, be like Baxter. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's the kind we're looking for. <laughs> well, it's also like <laughs> we need more like of these. He his flaw is that he's too um that he's a pushover and that he's right. It's not yeah, that he's, he's a letting people beta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then by the end, like when he finally stands up for himself, yeah, is when she's like, oh yeah. So saying, I think that's more. On her part, more her being like, oh, he actually cared for me. It wasn't just him trying to get ahead at work. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily like, oh, he finally stood up for himself. He's a man. I think yeah. it's like, oh, he actually like had feelings for me and it wasn't just like a way to get ahead. Right. Yeah. 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 I think it, if anyone ever uses the phrase uh, gives herself up, it's probably someone you don't want to talk to. Or is mad because the main character never gets any. Yeah. <laughs> With single quotes? David, I don't want to say all men are pigs, but I would bet you are. <laughs> yeah, it's it's leaning that way for sure. Yeah. yeah. Not ideal. Mm. But Courtney, what did you think of this movie? What did you think of the, the apartment, both the movie and the, the set? <laughs> I think the set's nice. I'd live in that apartment. Yeah, it one was bedroom cool. for under eight hundred dollars near Central Park. Sign <laughs> yeah. me up. With neighbors who give you free healthcare. <laughs> On Can't board. Beat it. Yeah. Can't beat it. Um, I think it's pretty clear I love this movie. I think it's great. I think it's really smart. I think it's I think everyone should watch it. Excellent performances. I think it's well directed. I, I think it's funny. I think it's emotional and, and heartfelt and it's a great script. And um, my only doc on it would be what we talked about of like the the um, like scenes go on for too long. Yeah. But I think that's a function of time. So like it's hard to dock it completely. Um, I mean, like, does it handle mental health? Well, no. But did the 60s? No. <laughs> like, does it handle like, <laughs> you know, suicide and, and all of that? Well, no, of course not. Um <laughs> But it does take it seriously in a nice way. Yeah. Like it does it definitely doesn't play it as a joke, which I think is is smart and helps it hold up. Yeah. A little better than if it was like, "Oh, you dumb women <laughs> get yeah. too emotional." Um yeah. So I'm I'm going to give it 9.5 Oscars. Wow. Nice. I really like this movie. Yeah. yeah. I would say the same same thing pretty much. Um I feel like while I was watching it, um I was not enjoying it as much as I did after the fact, I get, which is a weird thing to say. But like after I had thought about it for a little while, I was like, oh yeah, that is that's that was really good. Um, yeah. But like in the moment, I was feeling a lot of the pacing, like just the structure of it. Uh, probably because I had just come off three modern movies that right. are very quickly paced. Um, it's hard to compare anything to Morbius, you know. Yeah, it really is. It is nothing can be as good as that. It's incomparable. 
in in the <laughs> most literal of terms. But so yeah, I think I was like I was just so tuned to the fast-paced nature of the three movies I had just watched um right, right. that I was kind of feeling the the slowness of this one. Um but once I sat down and thought about like the actual story and like the acting and and the 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 dialogue was a big a big plus. I thought it was really well done. Oh, the banter, the di- banter, yeah, the banter. Yeah. real good. So we love, we love. Um, yeah, I'd probably give it like a nine as well. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I thought it was really, really well done. I'm shaking my head. We're both shaking our head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hell yeah. But yeah, I think that's it. I think. Uh, yeah. We done did it. We're back. We're back to our our roots. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Feels good. Yeah. Feels, feels good. Feels great. Feels great. What else feels great? Amazon Prime. You know. Was, yeah, that was nice. That was, that was really nice. nice. Yeah. I was like, we were watching <laughs> an old movie. And, <laughs> and not have to pay for it or watch commercials. Yeah. <laughs> if I see something on Pluto TV, I just Ugh. I just get to just pretend it's I not. Just <laughs> No, it's not there. It's not on Pluto. No, I'd rather pay for it. <laughs> it also looked really good on uh, my TV. Black and white movies look real yeah, nice. It's, yeah, it's nice. Yeah. We'll do a more modern movie next week, you think, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Do Steel Magnolias. Sure, yeah. We could go on we a could. little Fran tour. Or no, that's not a real name. Shirley MacLaine. <laughs> we could go on a little Shirley tour. And that movie, fun. I would say, is like 1990, 19, uh, so it's a little more modern, Yeah, one could say. 1989. 89. All right. Oh my God, we get to see to see Julia Roberts freak out and drink a bunch of orange juice. It's great. <laughs> okay. It's <a> great movie. <laughs> to be fair, I, that was really insensitive. She's like, she's like having like a sugar crash. She's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Roberts personally isn't, but the character, Sh- yeah. Shelby. That was a bad southern accent. Do a southern accent. Shelby? I don't know. No, that was No. We're both going like Irish. I don't Yeah, that was Irish. <laughs> her name Sh- they're like they're very southern and her name's Shelby, and so they're always like, Shelby, hmm. drink your juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look forward to that next yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And cut. And and cut. Huh. Follow us on Instagram. Oh God! Yeah, God damn shit it! Ass. <laughs> no one, may, no one's listening. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. You know where we are. What you want my address? I'll give it to you. I don't care. 